Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. I'm so glad you can join us again today. This is episode number 13, recorded on October the 15th, 2018, from the Mayor's office. On today's program, we are going to discuss economic development, more specifically attracting businesses and talent to Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana. And to help us dive into this topic, I'm thrilled to be joined by John Sampson, the President and CEO of the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership. John, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mayor. Happy to be here today. John, many people, I think, may have heard of the Regional Partnership, and but I, I, I'm not sure they know exactly what you do. I think sometimes they get you confused with Greater Fort Wayne and perhaps the Regional uh, chamber of commerce. Uh, there's a lot of different groups out there who are uh, who have who have assigned themselves the task of trying to improve the economic conditions of Fort Wayne and Allen County and Northeast Indiana. But that really uh, is your uh, mission and something that you've been doing now for a few years. So could you tell uh, all of the listeners what what really is the regional partnership and what's your mission? Sure. Uh, and we get this question a lot, and it, it used to um, frustrate me at some level that the whole world couldn't keep track of who, you know, who's doing what you know, on any one day. But the reality is, I, I got to think about it even further, we're, we work so closely with so many entities, uh, the public entities and business leaders and community leaders, and the, the fact that uh, it runs together in people's minds about who's doing what some days is probably understandable. But um, every county in the region and the city of Fort Wayne have an economic development organization, and we refer to them as a local ED organization. Um, they focus principally, spend a lion's share of their time making sure that they're serving the needs of existing companies and making sure that they are retained and the right set of conditions are set up for them to be successful. And that was a very important activity. I mean, it's the principal, uh, the, the driver in this is understanding that the most future new jobs that don't exist today will come from the growth of existing companies. So that's a very important principle that uh, all residents should understand is the growth of small companies, entrepreneurs, the existing companies. The announcement last week of uh, Sweetwater and their major expansion, their, their tremendous growth over the years, that is a, that's um, a great case example of how future new jobs, or li the lion's share of them will be created by the growth of existing companies. On the other hand, we um, have an important mission to serve all of our now 11 counties in the region to um, uh, be marketing and creating a national brand identity for this region and the city of Fort Wayne. And so day in and day out, we're thinking about how do we market this region. We, we collect the assets of this region, the, 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 for example, the growth of the city of Fort Wayne, the urban core, the vibrancy that's going on gives us tremendous momentum, and that's a story worth telling outside the borders of this community and this region overall. Uh, we, so, um, very simply said, our mission is to build, market, and sell Northeast Indiana on behalf of those local economic development organizations. Our job is to serve their interests and make sure that the tremendous growth and the prosperity that we're creating in this region is represented well outside of Indiana and Northeast Indiana. So it's, it's essentially trying to attract new businesses into the region. Uh, we used to uh, 
pretty much compete against one another uh, in years past. But now we're trying to take a look at it from a regional perspective, uh, which makes us stronger, I would think. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, so it's not only attracting, but it's making sure that the companies that are here stay here and have the opportunity to grow here. That's correct. Okay. Uh, well, Don, you know, what about yourself? Uh, your journey to the role that, that, you, that you've got now, your family, and, and what you like to do when you're not generating business uh, for Northeast Indiana. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I have a new identity that came about a few years ago when my uh, son and daughter-in-law gave birth to uh, Jack, the grandson, and now Elizabeth Grace, our granddaughter. And little did I know what thrill there would be in being a papa. I can recall that the day that they announced that she was pregnant, they, we started this conversation about what are you going to be called? And I thought, well, what do you mean, what am I going to be called? And so was it? Grandma, Grandpa, you know, <laughs> Nana, Opa, Oma, all that kind of stuff. But we settled on Papa and Nana, and um, we love being grandparents. There's something really special about having a five-year-old wrap mm -hmm. her arms around your legs and okay. give you a big hug. That's that's pretty special. But um, when we're not uh, fulfilling that role, I love to do projects at home. Uh, we love remodeling projects. I uh, it, I've taken a fascination with taking walls of our house and. Uh, projects like that, of course, all properly permitted by the city of Fort Wayne. No, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and inspected. Uh, but we have we have great time uh, doing that. And when, when Pam and I want to get away, we'll turn our cell phones off and we'll go to the golf course and play nine holes yeah. and walk. And it's just uh, a real... We have come to... Um, we fell in love with fall in Fort Wayne. A little bit of uh, alliteration there, but there is no better time in the Midwest, and particularly Fort Wayne, then in the fall, and this last weekend was idealistic. It's really good to, 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 uh, to not only hear about, about what you do as far as your job, John, but your obvious passion for Fort Wayne and, uh, and now for the autumn in our, in our city. That's, that's great to hear. You know, you mentioned uh, your, your grandchildren. Uh, my wife and I are blessed to have several grandchildren as well, and we've often discussed with each other, wouldn't it have been great to, to have the grandchildren first? Um, uh, it, they, uh, they're, they're much better behaved than, than their parents. Uh, that's that's for sure. But uh, anyway, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I almost forgot. We, we took a real bet on the future of <laughs> Fort Wayne in our region because we attracted our son and daughter-in-law to bring oh. those two grandkids here <laughs> and have never looked back. It's yeah. been a glorious thing and I agree with you. I, th I think grandparenting makes up for a lot of the, the ills of parenting. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably spend the whole show on that. That's right. Uh, well, getting back to the partnership, John, what, uh, uh, what's new with the partnership and the region overall? What are some of the things that you're working on now and and uh, some of the things we can anticipate happening in the region in the future. Well, uh, it's interesting if you step back from our early beginnings when we were doing more of the traditional economic development, which was the attracting of new businesses to the region and all that was important work to do. And over that time, you know, we went from a, a period of time you and I have experienced uh, very high unemployment rates. And now we find ourselves with very low unemployment <laughs> rates, better than the state and better than the national average. And Today, the only conversation in economic development is about talent. 
So uh, we've been working for years. Uh, we won a, won a $20 million grant back in 2009 from the Lilly Endowment to invest in talent development. And talent development will always remain an important core to what we're doing, but what has come about in recent years is the need for talent attraction. And that, uh, that effort at talent attraction is, we really have to raise the identity of our region. We have to be seen as a welcoming place for um, immigrants and uh, new people from across the country. And we have to position this, um, this Midwest uh, city as an emerging community. Um, and and I, I am fond of saying that we have shed any ownership for being one of those Rust Belt communities. Mm -hmm. This is not that kind of community anymore. And we're committing to building a community where people love to live and work and raise their families and have professional identities and aspirations. To me, it's just amazing how far we've come and how the nature of economic mm -hmm. development has, has changed. I, I never anticipated doing this kind of work mm -hmm. as a part of economic development, but it is the core of what we do today is trying to attract yeah. talent. I, I, I think you're absolutely right, John. It, it was, and it's not just attracting talent, but as you indicated, it's, it's talent development. You know, uh, as you and I travel around, uh, one of the things that uh, employers tell us on a regular basis is, you know, we have the jobs or we're going to be developing these jobs, but what you need to do is to bring us individuals uh, with, the, uh, with the, the, the skills that we're mm -hmm. going to need. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that skill development, that talent development has been an ongoing challenge. Yeah. Uh, we have to make sure that our academic arena uh, works hand in hand with the employers. That's right. uh, quite That's often, right. uh, it, it seems to me that, it, again, the employers are creating positions in their respective companies, but we don't. But many of our people don't have the skill sets, right. uh, and sometimes uh, they get great degrees in our schools of higher education, but unfortunately, they're not in in the areas that that our employers need. So there's been a miss, and uh, I think part of our challenge is to make sure that that some type of uh, partnership uh, is created or continues to uh, to. Uh, to work with those two organizations. Yeah, we've seen a great alignment of movement of the K through 12 systems, uh, most recently this summer, the higher ed institutions, all seven private uh, institutions in our region and two publics have now aligned under, under common identity. It's very useful in a couple of um, business attraction efforts that we worked on this summer. And I think this is really unique that our uh, higher ed institutions are willing to sit all in the same room, all at the same time, and talk to a single employer about, look at the kinds of talent that we're producing on your behalf. So I think there's a great movement, even in the K through 12 systems, to understand what the needs of employers, and it's not all about four-year education. I mean, the, the needs for apprenticeship and journeyman training and uh, plumbers and welders and skilled <laughs> trades. Mason, I heard uh, just last week someone was talking about the need for bricklayers. <laughs> Um, never before has there been this demand for not only highly educated individuals but also skilled tradesmen that can do work that's amazing quality. We need them all today. They are, they'll all be welcome and uh, we have to, you know, I mentioned talent attraction, mm -hmm. but it's also about creating a community where young people want to stay. Mm -hmm. I mean, young people have an opportunity to just go anywhere in the country today and find good work. Mm -hmm. We want them to choose here as a place to stay because they have a great economic opportunity in their future. 
wouldn't you say that that's one of the things that, that business owners are looking for now is the quality of life of a community uh, as well as the community having the skill sets that they need? They also, uh, I think, need to make sure that, there's a, that, that the community that they're currently in or that they're contemplating moving to uh, has a quality of life. Uh, that uh, ultimately will help their business uh, be sustainable. That's right. It was so encouraging. Um, a small business owner from Fort Wayne was testifying at one of the city council meetings recently, and, and I, re I remember this statement very clearly. He said, I want to pay these taxes because I'm investing in my K-12 system. He says, I want that to be a strong K-12. And so to hear a business leader say, I want to pay these taxes because of what it means in terms of quality of place of our community, very encouraging and uh, not to, I don't say an enlightened view, but a mature outlook in terms of what their responsibility was for the health of the community. John, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second uh, oh. because you work with all you work with all 11 counties. I, I think the podcast is over <laughs> now, Mayor. <laughs> well, you 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 do travel all constantly, and uh, as I mentioned, it in all 11 counties you have a presence. And there's all kinds of things going on throughout Northeast Indiana, from you know Steuben County to to DeKalb County to Adams County, uh, all all over the place. Uh, obviously, we in Fort Wayne have a, have a number of different initiatives that uh, uh, are, are at different stages uh, of development. And is there any one that excites you more uh, than another? And I, I realize you're sitting with the mayor of Fort Wayne, uh, and uh, I could shut this thing off. Uh, but uh, uh, seriously, it, it and, I, and a lot of the mayors of a lot of the communities and the county commissioners, I, I know them, I know them well, uh, and I know that they're trying desperately to, to make sure that their cities and their towns and their counties are also uh, points of destination for people. Uh, and there's all kinds of business development going on. Uh, but is, as I mentioned, is there one in particular that, that excites you more than another? One community, one location, or... Oh, or, let me... or, or one business that's in okay. the process of being developed or that may be coming to a particular area. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, for, uh, it, it, you know, for a while, a lot of people it didn't know much about the, the Walmart milk distribution a plant that ultimately moved to Fort Wayne. For a while it was under wraps mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it came to town and it's a huge contributor to Allen County and, and to Fort Wayne. Uh, and I, I was very excited about that behind the scenes and when they finally made the announcement it was it was really something to behold. Uh, so is there is there a, a business development or even something that the community is working on themselves, not necessarily a new business, but something that they're doing through a, this regional partnership that uh, could make them uh, gain a little more as far as public awareness. Well, so you're giving me a great deal of license. I here, am. So. <laughs> but let me, let me try it this way, a couple different angles at this. Um, the first swing I will take at this is um, I think there were, we were told along the way that it was unlikely that the city of Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana would be a winner of the regional city's mm -hmm. money. Now we have a formalized road to one million project uh, list. And here we are hardly 18 months to two years into that program and we have 23 projects worth about $260 million 
all going on at the same time. Now any one of those projects may have been able to gotten legs on their own, but with the help from the state and a very competitive process by the communities across this region, 10 of 11 counties have active projects, $260 million, 60% of that money came from the private sector. And with that little bit of nudge, that, that final gap in the work of the local government, I mean, local government had to stand up, private sector had to show up, all that came together, and we have $260 million of quality price projects, very exciting. Um, the one that excites me the most, I, I just, I, I was so fascinated with a uh, early learning center in North Manchester, oh. where a church youth group got together and raised $700,000 to help on the private sector match. Now this is not the biggest project in the region, but when I think, that this shows the heart of what Hoosiers are like and us in Northeast Indiana, a church youth group raising $700,000. And I was fortunate to be there for the ribbon cutting and they, they cut the ribbon and they had 100 students signed up on that day to go in that, in that early learning center. They had 200 young people on the waiting list. So the need is great, and to have all the communities investing in a very special way. But I love the fact that Riverfront is now fully funded mm -hmm. through multiple phases. That was the first quality place project that the region embraced. As they said, look, it's got to be downtown Fort Wayne because that's our urban core. Mm -hmm. We need to back that investment in downtown. Um, and then the projects that are going on, business development projects. I, I recently, Huntington announced the uh, Italian cheesemaker. Now, this is not going to be a huge facility in the beginning, but they're planting the seeds for lots of cheese in the future, right? <laughs> and to have an Italian cheesemaker choose Northeast Indiana is a great yeah. thing. But um, and then I think yeah. about your leadership and others on the uh, Electric Works, the <laughs> GE facility, really challenging projects, not going to be easy in any stretch, and we have to work hard to be make sure it's successful. But what it represents in terms of business development and entrepreneurship, um, uh, quality place in terms of living, what it could do for that community, if we're successful on that, uh, what a great thing that will mean. For, we've never had an asset of that size or significance for this region if we can pull all that together to do that very difficult project. Well, you know, John, you uh, uh, one of the things that impresses me about you and your work is we realize that uh, very few things come without some level of risk. That's right. And as I travel around to some of the other communities, uh, sometimes they try things that uh, uh, are immediately successful. Mm -hmm. uh, other times they, they try some things that, that struggle and they ultimately make it, and sometimes uh, they never quite get off the ground. Uh, but none of them have ever accepted that as, as a failure. Uh, because they know that everything comes with some measured uh, amount of risk. Uh, and, and I don't know of any business that has never uh, uh, been able to succeed without some risks being taken. And, uh, and I know you and your work uh, with, with the other communities, uh, a number of them have tried things, uh, and they keep trying. And that's, I think that's, the, that, that's one of the things about Northeast Indiana that I admire. They've got this, this perseverance and this, uh, this idea of that we're not going to be denied. Uh, we're, we may not always be successful, but we're not going to be denied the opportunity to continue. Uh, at least that's what I observed. Do you, do you oh, kind of see the same thing? I'm, I'm really, 
really grateful you raised that because uh, sometimes I think we um, don't respect people who are willing to try and they fail. And I think, um, I, I don't know, I won't speak for you, Mayor, but <laughs> some of the, my best learning lessons in life have been when I failed or was near failure. And thankfully to a lot of support from others, uh, you get through difficult situations. But um, to do the difficult work that we're doing as a community and for a mayor of yourself to to lead as they do, we have to understand that on a, on a, every once in a while things are not going to work out as we planned. We came back from Greenville and they talked about trying some to activate some public spaces that took two or three attempts to get it uh -huh. just right. We have to be willing to take the risk and do our best. And if it doesn't work out, we'll commit ourselves to do it again. You're, you're mentioning about perseverance and persistence. Sometimes that's far more important than just the brilliance of the original idea, right? That's probably one of the things that, that I have observed uh, on a pretty consistent basis, yeah. uh, again, throughout Northeast Indiana. We've got that, that Hoosier uh, intestinal fortitude that uh, keeps, us, keeps us going. That's right. Well, John, that's all the, that's all the time we have for today. And, and uh, I want to thank you for coming in and teaching me and our audience uh, a whole lot of things about uh, economic development, not only uh, obviously in our community, but throughout the region. Now, if our audience is interested in learning more about the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership, uh, please visit their website at, uh, I'll tell you what, John, why don't you give it? Certainly. Uh, the three familiar W's, www.neindiana.com. That's www.neindiana.com. That'll get you close and you have lots of places to go from there. All right. Thank you again, John, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. Be sure to join us next time as we discuss all the positive momentum taking place in the great city of Fort Wayne and our region. Until then, I'm Mayor Tom Henry.